So welcome to Regenerative Medicine Today. This is John Murphy. It's my pleasure to welcome to this podcast Dr. Eric Gerlach. Dr. Gerlach is a professor of surgery at the University of Pittsburgh and a member of the McGowan Institute for Regenerative Medicine. Dr. Gerlach, welcome to Regenerative Medicine Today. Thank you, John. It's a great pleasure talking to you. Dr. Gerlach has many interests in scientific pursuits, but for this particular podcast, I want to focus on one specific item, and it relates to burn therapy. He and his colleagues have developed an innovative approach, which is at the moment a very experimental system, but I would ask Dr. Gerlach to briefly describe what's been characterized as the skin gun from a therapeutic perspective. And then I want to ask Dr. Gerlach to share the limitations on where this may or may not be available. Dr. Gerlach, please introduce us to your technology. Burns present a very challenging condition for burn surgeons and burn centers, but also, of course, for the patients. Smaller burns heal spontaneously, and only the more severe burns pose a big problem. Burns are categorized into burns first, second, and third degree. And again, burns first degree heal spontaneously. There's no therapy needed at all, maybe some ointments to prevent infection. Burns second degree, the not-so-severe burns second degree also heal spontaneously. There are enough adult skin stem cells from the patient's own skin. Those cells which reside in the skin take over and they can regenerate also a not-so-bad second-degree burn. A bad second-degree burn requires therapy, and a third-degree burn is a burn which goes down through the skin onto the muscle or the bone or whatever is under the skin, and there's a complete loss of the skin. Our technique Basis on taking skin cells from a healthy part of the skin. We isolate the cells, we put them into a solution. The cells can be sprayed over the burn, but we cannot address burns third degree because the underlying tissue, bone, muscle, or whatever it is, needs more than just cells isolated from the epidermal part of the skin and sprayed over. Burns third degree need a complete restructuring of the connective tissue under the skin. So we're talking only about the burns second degree. And here, again, we try to address the problems of therapy of more severe second degree burns. We are taking a biopsy from the healthy Like if the burn accident happened on the arm, we're taking a biopsy of skin from the leg. The biopsy goes into solutions that contains enzymes. With the help of these enzymes, the individual cells can be taken out of the tissue. They can go into a suspension, and the suspension can go into a cell sprayer. And then we spray those single cells over the burn wound. The burn wound needs to be refreshed so that eschar and debris and all that is removed. We use a special sprayer, and the cell sprayer distributes the single cells in an even pattern over the wound. So, Dr. Gerlach, I appreciate the description of the procedure. I think it's important to stress to our listening audience that this is only applicable for severe second-degree burns, And the other thing I'd like to ask you to address is the time frame. It's my understanding that the burn has to be rather recent. Is that correct? 
with the technology we developed, we can only address burns. We cannot address other skin conditions like chronic skin diseases, autoimmune diseases, or conditions which do not relate to burns. We got a lot of patients which have such other conditions, and I always have to say, well, I'm sorry, we cannot help here. That's why I would like to point out it's acute burns, and it's not wounds after the burn already was treated somehow differently and moved into a chronic condition, or also scars. We cannot treat scars. On the other hand, we have nice clinical results with severe second-degree burns if they're treated immediately and if they're treated spontaneously right away after the accident occurred. This is done together with Dr. Alan Korkos and Dr. Jennifer Zimbicki at the UPMC Mercy Burn Center. And I have to also explain that due to regulatory approval, we can only work with patients which are admitted at the UPMC Mercy Burn Center. We cannot make the therapy available to other burn centers at present. We're working on the regulatory affair work And I hope that within maybe a year or two, the therapy could be made available to other centers, initially in the framework of clinical studies. So only a few centers would be involved in clinical study works, but then patients could also be treated at these other centers. So Dr. Gerlach, just to make sure everyone understands, when you say immediately treated after the incident, is this within a week or less or more? Sometimes burn surgeons wait several days to observe how the wound develops, and that is to find out whether a wound needs a more invasive treatment or not. The alternative to self-spraying is taking a so-called split skin biopsy from the healthy part of the skin and mesh this skin into a grid which can be expanded, and then that grid of donor skin goes over the wound. This is called mesh grafting, and the mesh grafting is the the alternative to cell spray application. Mesh grafting also can be performed within a week, sometimes two weeks, but not longer, and that's the same with our procedure. Within a week, which is sometimes really required to observe how the wound develops. We can do the applications, but if we wait for longer, typically infections occur, there are more complications, and the take rate of the spread cells is very low. So we can treat fresh burn wounds within one, maybe two weeks, but then after two or three weeks, we cannot treat these wounds anymore. So Dr. Gerlach, this is a very promising but perhaps you can share with us developments by others in terms of burn therapy. It's a very competitive field. And years ago, because of the clinical need, alternatives to mesh grafting were developed. One competing technology is offered by the Boston-based company Genzyme. Surgeons take a biopsy from a healthy part of the skin. They send the biopsy to Boston and Genzyme is isolating cells out of the biopsy, is cultivating the cells in culture flasks or culture dishes in order to expand the cells in number. And then they grow those cells to so-called sheets, cell sheets, and Genzyme sends the cell sheets back to the patient. This is a procedure already established many years ago, 
And in some clinical situations, it proved to be very helpful. In other clinical situations, the take rate was not very good. So that was the reason why we developed single-cell spraying as an alternative. But the Boston-based Genzyme service is clearly an alternative to our development. There are artificial membranes which are used as a temporary wound dressing. Integra is one of those membranes which show a nice initial healing and then the patient can go home with an artificial membrane on the wound. But all these artificial membranes which are used today require a second operation and that is mesh grafting over the membrane. So this is only a temporary cure or a temporary help, but it has been proven to be very effective in third-degree burns. And again, our technology would not work in third-degree burns, so this is a very synergistic approach. And we are even receiving a grant from the Department of Defense in order to study cell spraying over third-degree burns or over deep wounds as a replacement of mesh grafting over Integra application. Another competing technology is in clinical studies, and that is sponsored by the company Avida. Avida has developed, they call it Resell, and the Resell product is a kit for the isolation of cells by the surgeon. It is kind of a similar approach. We believe that with our method, we are providing the adult stem cells from the skin into the wound of the patient, while we believe that with the Resell kit, only the more adult upper cells from the skin layers can be provided. So we believe that our technology is superior, but clearly the Resell kit from Avida is an, an alternative and may also develop into an accepted product in the area. And is that technology available to physicians now? Resell is also in the clinical study phase. I believe it's only available in centers which are using Resell in clinical studies. I'm not very sure, but I don't think it's on the market yet. So, Dr. Gerlach, we appreciate you sharing with us your pioneering work and the possible alternatives that are emerging for patients who have experienced severe burns. In terms of the uh, skin gun technology that's the focus of your work, I'd like to just do a brief synopsis for the listening audience. First of all, this is not a generally available therapeutic procedure at this point. If a patient is admitted to the UPMC burn center, he or she would be assessed by the physicians at that center, and consideration would be given to use of this particular therapeutic procedure. It's only applicable for second-degree burns of a severe nature, and it's only applicable for burns that have happened within the last one or two weeks. It's not applicable for older burns, it's not applicable for scar tissue. It's not applicable for other skin disorders. We will put on the podcast website a link to Dr. Gerlach's website where this technology is introduced. But I again want to stress that there are limitations in terms of its availability and applicability at this point. Dr. Gerlach indicated that in perhaps one or two years, broader applicability in a widespread clinical trial may be possible. With that, I'd like to conclude this podcast. Thank Dr. Gerlach for joining us, and thank our listeners for joining us as well. You can reach us at mail at regenerativemedicinetoday.com. 
Until we meet again, I'd like to thank the McGowan Institute for Regenerative Medicine for sponsoring this podcast series. Best wishes to all.